0: I'm uh, Richard Edward Sergio Galuzzi, um, son of Sergio and Alma Galuzzi, and uh, I've been playing banjo. I got my first banjo 16 years ago, I think, in about 2000, and yeah, have been playing probably seriously since about 2006, I would say. Yeah, after a visit from you know. Quite an influential sort of banjo player that you know that uh, from the US, you know, and, and I thought
1: that was that was really great. Now, obviously, you need to tell us who that was.
0: Oh, who the person was? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was a guy called Bob Carlin who came out and did a uh, and did a workshop and a um, and a concert, and I guess that was good because. Um, to see, you know, what, yeah, what he could do with, with Clawhammer and, and, and his level of proficiency and, and his knowledge of kind of repertoire and stuff like that. Because he he's a real scholar with a lot of the tunes and he's written books and all that sort of stuff. So to get that kind of information on that level was really cool. And it really opened up to me what's possible to do with, with, with the banjo. Um, so prior to that, I'd been playing, I'd been playing guitar. And I'd be interested in a lot of, uh, like, blues stuff, a lot of slide guitar and all that sort of stuff. And then there just been a bit of a segue f- um, from that into hearing about guys like Doc Boggs and Roscoe Holcomb who kind of were influenced by blues musicians, and that came, came across in some of their playing. So that was my path into it, I guess. And that's originally why I got the banjo. <laughs> ¶¶
1: Putting me to sleep in the, in the best possible way.
0: But yeah, I think the thing that sort of stands out for me is that um, it was the first instrument that I really felt that I could kind of master. And, uh, you know, there were things about guitar that I really wanted to do, but just kind of physically found it a little difficult or whatever. And the banjo just, and, and specifically claw hammer banjo,
1: you
0: know, because, and it is such a great thing to be able to play on your own without needing like a number of other people because i was learning you know by myself basically i didn't know anyone else that played in the beginning and um yeah and i think there's also part of things that i get interested in that likes to find the niche so bluegrass banjo was kind of the most popular form of banjo being played so therefore that's not what i was interested in <laughs> i was interested in the more obscure stuff
1: i think i understand that, that I understand.
0: So that's um yeah, so I think that's part of it too, because in my mind it was like, you know, it's not gonna be that hard for me to be good at this because not many people do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Big fish, small pond. That's right. Yeah. Good.
0: Yeah, but but yeah, what I found later was that um, you know, just kind of physically how the instrument is played and how it sounds and stuff, I just really liked it and it was something that was um the fact that it's kind of self-contained, you know, you've got your, you've got your, you got your percussion, you've got your melody, you've got your rhythm, um, everything is all in one unit, and a lot of the, uh, the, you know, there's a lot of recordings that are just kind of solo banjo players, whether they're doing songs or tunes or whatever, and um, that's kind of what I was interested in doing. there was this woman in the late 1800s, early 1900s called Bessie Campbell um, who performed, who was called Australia's Queen of the Banjo and learned how to play classic, you know, classic banjo, like the finger-picking style but then also had lessons from um, a minstrel banjo player from a troupe that toured, like, Australia and New Zealand and all this. So this is going back to early 1900s. And she lived in, um, she lived in Burwood, (laughs) just off Parramatta Road. And, um, and anyway, so I guess what that so tells us is that there's actually like a really long history of banjo playing and, and there's no recordings of her, unfortunately, but um, I had a look None through... No, whatsoever. No, no, no. And I had a look through the, the stuff on in the National Library and there's letters from her to SS Stewart, who ran the SS Stewart company in, in oh, the yeah, US, sure. the banjos, yeah. where it sounds like she's trying to either get a banjo for cheap or or, or because he sort of ends the letter with you know unfortunately this time you know we can't we we can't but it's just it's just great because you know then you sort of start to think actually in in our little shell we seem like oh this is the first time we're doing this but there's actually quite a long history of this sort of music in Australia and um, it's not too hard to scratch under the surface and find people who've got banjos in attics or you know who who remember watching um, you know listening to Oh, I mean you know the I guess the folk boom of the sixties and stuff was a big that's not too far away for a lot of people and um and before then there were a lot of people who were listening to music on you know on records and stuff you know on, on old seventy eights and things that was traditional stuff so yeah like there's Australia has got a really strong history of country music and you don't have to look far past country music to find old time stuff you know and, and, and all that sort of thing Whistler, and that's with a uh, with a, a woman called Kate Barker, and she so she plays guitar and uh, her background is um, she's done a lot of vocal stuff um, like a lot of uh, choir type things and that's been really great because um, I guess in the duo uh, I'm kind of doing a little more with the instrument side of it but then I've really had to kind of um, learn a lot about Singing and a lot about harmonies and, and all that sort of stuff, and it's just really great to have her voice because she's got an amazing voice. So, you know, that's that's um, a really big part of the sound. So the focus with that, I guess, has been on doing traditional stuff and doing stuff that, um, and kind of doing it in a way that is that kind of concentrates on just the dynamic between the two, the two of us, and and, um, and those two voices, those two instruments. And um, yeah, and just putting, music, putting the music across simply, but in a way that's um, just really kind of focusing the quality of, on the quality of it.
1: on Begging you.